What is up, fine folks? Welcome back. Episode 8 of Double Taps. I'm Jay. I'm Tanner. Today, Tanner, we're bending the rules a little bit. Okay. This is not a beer. That's true. I guess in the narrowest of senses, you know, it's probably brewed in some ways. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But this is a hard kombucha from Strange Beasts. Oh. Nice pop. Uh, it is a... I already forgot what flavor it is. Ginger, lemon, and hibiscus. Oh. Very floral. The can is interesting. It has what I can only describe as Seymour from Pet Cemetery, uh, but with a lemon as its face. Oh. I've so never there you seen go. Pet Cemetery. Nor have I, but I know that's the thing. <laughs> okay, <laughs> feed fair me, enough. Or maybe it's... Fe- wait. Is Seymour the guy? The plant says, feed me Seymour, so maybe it's the guy is Seymour. I don't remember. Anyway. Feed me a stray cat. Oh, wait. It's something too. That's the plant's name. Is like something too interesting. Anyway, we're not going to explore this much further. No, <laughs> um, Tanner, what have you been playing? Uh, I've played very little this week. Uh, just as a heads up, yeah. I've played. Sorry, I got I got a diatribe to go on. So, oh, you're good. Uh, I've played just a little bit of uh, Returnal. I have gotten. So the game is constructed in biomes. If you didn't hear our talk about it last week, um, and I've gotten pretty deep into the second biome. I've not seen the second boss. I've only played probably two, three hours since last we spoke. Uh, I know you've played a lot more than I, I have. have. I've had a very very busy week, so I've not had... That's like the only video games I've played all week. Yeah. So, I beat Returnal. Very nice. Uh, Congratulations. I won't divulge exactly how many biomes and bosses or stuff there are, because I think that's fun to unearth as you yeah, play yeah, through yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, however, I'm going to take a little bit of time here and then hop on my nice soapbox. Okay. And... Address a few of the criticisms that I've seen out there about the game. Sure. Of which are, it's, you know, the reception of this game has been very positive. Yeah. People like the game. People really love the game. Um, but there have been a few specific critiques, some of which we alluded to talking about the lack of saves and, like, how yeah. deep a run could be and you could lose all your progress based on either you die or there's just a bug. The sure. bugs are, that's a different story. I understand. Yeah. I encountered multiple bugs in my playthrough. Apparently, the bugs are actually tied to. The pre-order suits, which a patch, I think, just in the last couple of days addressed. Huh. So if you rocked the original suit, you might have had significantly less issues with crashes or bugs or stuff like that. That's really interesting. Um, but still, it's not it's not excusable. Sure, sure, sure. Know? But for the particular people who were critiquing, like, oh, the runs are too long. Yeah. I'm having a two and a half hour run. And then I'm dying, and I'm feeling like I'm going back to the beginning. And that's where this game is too difficult. Right. To which I say, that's your fault. <laughs> get good is basically um, the not, uh, not summation. Not even get good. Like, I understand some people that maybe have a more completionist approach to games. Sure. That they're going through, and there's a lot of side branches that you can go to before you go to, like, a boss. Yeah. To upgrade your health, find better weapons, all that sort of thing. Which is all well and good. If you feel like you need to get those things, I pursued a lot of those things myself. Sure. But I didn't pursue everything. Right. I was not going into every little side door. I was weighing the risks and rewards of oh, every as, single as you should every yeah. single door I went through. Yeah. Oh, I agree. And a lot of the times, if I was getting through rooms, killing every enemy, taking minimal hits, and being able to refill my health. I wasn't going into side rooms. Sure. No, you want to keep your momentum. And I would rather get to the boss quickly and lose. Yes. And get a better understanding of the boss's mechanics. Oh, 100%. Than to waste an hour and a half just getting side stuff 
and right. then go and accomplish the same amount and get reset completely. Right, exactly. So to me, it was more advantageous way to play to have like hour long runs as sure. opposed to like oh, yeah. double that. Right. Learn the enemies, learn the bosses, learn the biome, really. Yeah. And, you know, at that point, I only had two or three runs of, you know, fad, fighting a boss. And it's like, okay, I have a good understanding of this. Let me try it one more time. Right. Now, that being said, I did. you saw me beat Frike on the first try. You did, without getting without hit, getting I should hit. say. I did beat another boss on the first try. I got hit, but it was still... I mean, still, that's hella impressive for that game. For a game like this, where it's not, you're kind of designed to play a biome over and over again, Yeah. from that point on, I was pretty much able to just skip right through that biome completely. Right. Which sucks, because I really love that boss, mm. and I really love the sort of turn the game takes leading up to it. Oh, cool. That's a lot. I think the most story-revelatory things happen in that portion of the game. Okay, good to know. Um, but yeah, I'm... I think it's a weird critique to mm. attack the supposed necessity of these multiple hour long runs when really yeah. once I discovered that, oh, it actually might be better, you know, once you start to understand the things that are permanent, like yes. you keep your ether, you keep certain things. Right. I was like, it might be a good idea to just have a couple of throwaway runs and collect like three or four ether on each mm. run. And then I just have them going forward and Not then I'm going idea. hard yeah. at the boss on the next run. Yeah. That's actually a very smart thing to do in one area that I specifically won't spoil, but okay. it becomes a, almost a necessity or it did for me right. at one point in the game. Yeah, um, uh I'm to address a couple of things. Yeah. I'm first of all I'm hoping to this week is a lot slower non-streaming work-wise, so I'm going to be able to play, stream this game a lot this week. Um so I'm looking forward to playing more of it and discovering more of it. Uh, and hopefully, maybe, if I make at least a significant portion of the way through the game, maybe we can do like a deep dive topic next week doing like almost a spoiler cast yeah, kind of or thing. Or at least for like a portion of the show that we can right. wall off and be like spoiler heavy. Yes, yeah. because I always put timestamps so you could always skip ahead yeah. uh, if we do that next week. But I will say a couple of things. One, you are naturally very good at shooters. That, is, will, that has will, always been your thing. I was going to bring that up too. Like if this is a the style of game that you think you have an aptitude for, maybe I'm sort of preaching to the choir here yes. and that's you know not exactly the people who are making these complaints i would be curious to see how you take to like a hades mm. which is not the type of combat you're usually something that yeah, you pursue there um i don't think i will say this game does have a lot longer runs than like a hades like i said like the first time i ever beat hades like 40 something minutes yeah so obviously you can spend 40 something minutes in the first area and returnal really easily so but what i'll say as well is you know that complaint is 100% justified. If, if this isn't your type of game, maybe you really are just banging your head against the wall. And yeah, there's yeah. Nothing you can really do. However, I, as I got through the game, I started to feel like calling it a roguelite was almost a misnomer mm. because the number of shortcuts, like, and you know, mm. not to spoil anything about the game, but there's a lot of things that become skippable, and there are certain things you don't have to go back and do once you've right. done them. Yeah, yeah, which you will uncover. You will uncover everyone out there who's playing the game. Yeah, it is not like you're playing through the entire game right. every single time, right. and that becomes increasingly more apparent the deeper into the game you get. Yeah, um, I think that varies based on the game because, sure. like, I know for a fact that Rogue Legacy um, had a similar thing where. Once you beat a boss of a biome, not a biome, but a boss of like a level set, yeah, uh, you didn't have to beat it again, which is the rule for this game. If you didn't know, you once you beat a boss, you beat it. Um, I don't think that's a spoiler because I think that's something I would want to know going in the game. Be like, okay, sure. once I beat this boss, I'm good. As opposed to Hades, where 
you do a lot of boss fights. You do, you know, it is you start to finish every time. Yeah. Um, but even then, like Dead Cells, I think did something similar. So I will say that I do like the quality of life. Sort of once you beat a boss, here you can get to the shortcut yeah. quickly, and then it becomes something that I told you recently is like the breakthrough that I had personally at the end of the last stream I did was I was realizing realizing for my skill set whatever I was a little under leveled mm. or underpowered going into the later stages of the biome 2 and so I discovered for me it was better to hang around in biome 1 get a little bit more you know yeah. of the currency in the game get a little bit more um just you know equipment or upgrades or better weapons or whatever and that made me feel a lot more confident going into biome 2 so sure now, interesting counterpoint to that. Yeah. So I did see a, I don't remember, I think it was on a, a Kotaku post about like, that was sort of outlining the length and you yeah. know, certain things of each runs. But they were talking about how it was so necessary to go grind out to get your weapon proficiency higher. Mm. Which weapon f- proficiency in the game basically means the higher your weapon proficiency level, the better higher level guns you will find Future going weapons. forward. Yeah. Okay. That's understandable and that's good. If if you're in the first biome, you're not going to get any like huge jumps. You're just no. finding everything in the level. Yeah. However, when you go to the next biome in this game, you're automatically gifted like I think to a certain minimum level sure. of weapon proficiency to yeah. match that next biome. Yeah. So you'll never find an under level weapon in the biome you're currently in. Right. The only way your weapon will be under leveled is if you come from a biome into a new biome. Like, if you go from biome 1 to biome 2 without finding a gun. Yeah, but then you're gifted an upgrade at right. the start of that level. Right. So, into in my experience, and obviously this is, you know, kind of, you know. Sure. Take it with a grain of salt. But, to me, the minimum level that you're gifted at the beginning of each biome is enough. Yeah, To oh, feel yeah. as though I you're agree. doing the right yeah, amount yeah. of damage to all the enemies in that area. Oh, I would agree with and that. And you can sure. find good stuff. It's more about, to me, finding the type of gun you like and less right. the level gun yes, you like. Yes, I totally agree. So, I would much rather have... A level three carbine than a level four shotgun. Exactly. So, so you know, to the people out there, I'd say maybe adjust your approach to the runs. <laughs> um, yeah. Maybe take find into, what works for you. Yeah, and learn more from short runs yes. instead of trying to make the most out of every single run. I think right. is a good way to approach the game. Expect to die. Yeah, and I'll come back. I'll give you my final score for Eternal when we come back Ooh, at the end of the show. Nice. But for now. We're barely going to touch on the news. Yeah. It's kind of been a light news week. PlayStation has actually partnered with Discord in an odd turn of events yeah, from a story we y- talked about a while back. One of the only running narratives of the uh, podcast so far. Yeah. And another story that I won't even talk about yet because it plays into a prediction. Okay. At least of mine, and it might be of yours too. Right. So Speaking of predictions. Yeah. I don't have a reset era thing this week. We're just that's going. That's cool because we got a lot. This is going to be deep. Yeah, this might in. be... One of the reasons we're going short this week, so if you're watching this or listening to this, you've probably seen the title of the episode, which is our 2021 E3 predictions Mm -hmm. or some variant of that. Um, We are doing predictions. Jay and I both love E3 predictions. This is one of the episodes we're going to get most excited for all year, probably. Um, It'll be this and the actual ones around E3 itself. Yes. Uh, So just so you know, this might end up being, I don't know how long we're going to go. But we were scared that if we did a normal length beginning, this would end up being like a three-hour podcast. So that's why we're kind of running through the normal stuff this week. And as Jay said, it's a light news week anyway. And I wanted to get my returnal thoughts out there, but you know. Yeah, I mean, oh, there's never a time limit. So feel free to do whatever you want. So the structure that we have at this point, we are predicting five different conferences, 
shows. It's hard to determine exactly what to call these. Yes. And obviously, PlayStation has not yet announced their formal plans for what they're even going to do around E3. We know they're not going right. to be at E3 proper. Yes. Um, but we expect them, as years passed, to do something in the weeks around E3. Yeah. So that's, the, that's what we are predicting for. Yes. And at this point, we are predicting for five unique shows right ubisoft ea nintendo xbox playstation and just to touch on some things some questions we might get uh it is unclear right now whether bethesda is doing their own show or not um there have been reports saying bethesda is going to be after xbox on the like kind of one going to the other there's some reports saying that it's just going to be all one big event it's kind of hard to tell right now the only thing that we've seen that anyone has concrete come out said jeff grubb uh, who's a games journalist tweeted that that would be that Microsoft would lead into Bethesda, but I think for both of our sakes, it was easier to do it as we're gonna basically count Bethesda as part of Xbox. Yeah. Um, the other thing, some people might ask, why not a Square Enix uh, talk? A, we don't know that for sure that they're doing a conference yet or not. B, I don't think either of us know enough about Square Avengers. Right, <laughs> Tomb Raider. Yeah. Um, but like we both know sort of the Western side of Square, but as far as like the JRPG stuff, that's not why you're coming to this podcast. So we're not going to do Square. Uh, and I think those are the only two that people might like PC gaming yeah. show. Nobody really cares. <laughs> I mean, I play tons of games on PC yeah. and I never really care. I'll and we, if anything cool happens at these shows, we're going to talk about oh, it we'll later. Oh, we'll cover it for but sure. We're not yeah, predicting yeah, yeah. it as of now. It's the same thing with like Devolver. Yeah. You can't predict Devolver, sure. but they might announce something cool. So, we have five predictions for each of these five. So, we're going to have yes. 25 predictions each total. Correct. With a couple maybe bonus ones thrown in there. Yeah, I have, just for your all's sake, uh, I basically spent all of my Friday, I think, or a good portion of my Friday um, doing all of my predictions. And so, I ended up doing, I have in, like, stock, if I want to use them, uh, 11 predictions for Xbox and 10 predictions for PlayStation. Now, obviously... I'm not going to use all those in the official yeah. sort of prediction slot, but I will cover the ones that I didn't say. And in the wake of E3, we will return and address... And, you know, each prediction is sort of unique in the way that you could judge if we're going to apply, like, a point for each. Right. Um, and some of them might... Oh, yeah, you get I guess like we a, should explain this, too. You so, might get, like, half a point. You might get a third of a point, you know. Right. Depending on how accurate your statement is... Um, like if your if your point has multiple caveats and only a couple of those hits, there are going to be decimals of points. We're going to be very very in depth yeah, about the scoring for this these for sure. Um, and if someone wants to sign up to second guess our scoring or second check it by the systems we've set, you're more than welcome to. Yeah. Certainly, you don't have to. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> but if somebody is like a stat nerd, like I love making yeah. spreadsheets. If you're if you're into that, and I imagine we'll probably because we will be watching at least some of the conferences together. Yes, um, and possibly live. We will probably address. I will have my like. You know, predictions set there in front of me. We could even this. make like bingo cards exactly. or something, yeah. something like that. So we will come back to that later. But for now, yes, let's just make these things. Let's okay. make these predictions. Oh, and we're what, gonna oh, well, one other thing. One other thing. Uh, for points' sake, we have already addressed that if you predict something, for example, if you predict something that either like a third party announces mm. or like EA, say we predict something to happen at EA's show but then EA announces it at Xbox's show, you still get some per percentage of a point, even though you didn't say the right show it was at. We're, we're going to count that in some way. Yeah, we'll see. What, we'll just see how it goes. It's obviously yeah. very nebulous. This is also a unique year for E3 generally. Yes. We didn't have an E3 last year. This right. is going to be the first all-digital E3. Yeah, there's so, a lot going on. Yeah. 
But we're going to start with the two big third-party conferences. Yes. You want to start with EA or Ubisoft? I'll let you pick. Uh, I have EA first. So let's All just right. do EA. EA it is, which is fun because I really love my EA predictions. Uh, do you want to go first or second? You go first. All right. Uh, also, we've we've said that uh, – I know there's a lot of caveats, mm-hmm. but – uh, so it we, makes it fun. We take this very seriously, yeah. <laughs> so we have said that there might be predictions that we both have similar ones to. Not saying that is going to cancel out the other one. So we're not like no. taking credit for it and the other person can't predict it as well. I imagine even if we predict similar things, there's going to be nuance. So to get this one out of the way, uh, are we doing it like showy or are we just saying like this is what we think will happen? I don't think I'm... I don't think I have any that are showy. Most of mine are not overly dramatized, okay. so... Battlefield 6 is announced. Okay. Uh, I don't know if that's what it's going to be called, but the next Battlefield game is announced. It's set in modern times again. Will be touted as a, quote, true next-gen experience. I like peppering stuff like that in. <laughs> launches this holiday. This holiday, okay. That is that is my first prediction. Now, I, I will even go to the point where they, like, will say in quotes something to that effect of like yeah the first next gen shooter or whatever yeah, they'll yeah, say yeah. something like that um i think that's going to be their big game of the conference this year all right my i disagree with that statement oh because what i think is going to be their big game for the conference is the next star wars jedi oh game. interesting okay and i'm going to go as far as to predict a subtitle Oh, Which wow. Which is almost certainly going to be wrong, but if I'm right... <laughs> oh, you'll, that'd be amazing. I get all the points. Yeah. And I'm going to say it's going to be called Star Wars Jedi, The Chosen Knight. Interesting. And I believe that this will get a release, probably like a cinematic trailer, with a 2022 release date. No specific window, but I think they'll say it's coming out next year. Wow. So that's my first EA prediction. When did Jedi Fallen Order drop? It was early 2018, I want to say. Respawn cranks out shit fast, man. It wouldn't, it wouldn't shock me, especially with the news of the Jedi Fallen Order patch. Yeah. that we covered recently. That makes sense. Let's see, because when you said Battlefield, I was like, oh, PlayStation just put out Battlefield Five on Plus. I'm like, it they're, did. They're building the hype already. So yeah, any little trickle out of things like that are usually forebears of things to yes, come. Yes, agreed. All right, I have several EA, so I'm gonna actually have to okay. select one here. Okay, one of my one of my favorite ones, and I'm basically only doing to make you pop a little bit. Oh, we will not see gameplay of either Bioware game. <laughs> we will not see. This isn't counting the Mass Effect uh, the remaster. Legendary, yeah. We will not see gameplay of Mass Effect Four. We will not see gameplay of the new Dragon Age. We will not see gameplay of either of those games. I'm almost to the point of saying we won't see anything of those games. I was going to say, will we even get like a talk of them at all? They might be like, and with our slate of games coming up and show the logo yeah, or something. I feel like they'll at least allude to the new Mass Effect game yes. you know, in some I don't, capacity. I think Bioware is in shambles. I have no source to confirm that. <laughs> I just feel like it. Um, so that is that is my next... We, we, we've discussed going into it that Jay and I both have you won't see yeah. X's. So I've got one in this conference. That's, that's one of my first. All right. My next one, I'm going to predict a tidbit for a game that I don't really play and don't know too much about, but seems just like a thing that would happen at a show. Okay. And it has to do with Apex Legends. Okay. I almost made an Apex prediction. I predict that some sort of new character will be announced. Okay. And some sort of big event will be teased. Is it going to be the Titanfall thing? 
I don't think so. I think okay, it'll be something different. Not saying you have to put that on the record. Right. Because I think it could be. Because if you didn't know, I forget when it came out, but someone in, at Respawn said that they're working in Titanfall 2 content into Apex. Yeah. That's um, not my, I'm not predicting that, but I mean, if that could be what it is. Sure. But. That would not surprise me in any way. We're going to get some sort of Apex update. Yeah. But they did just release a new character, although their seasons are like two months, so that would make yeah. sense. Um, That's the thing. I don't know much about Apex. Yeah. But it just the, the style of game, Battle Royale, is like, what are you going to talk about at a conference as big as E3? It has to be something. A new character. It something has to like be. that. Maybe even a new map. Yeah. That game doesn't be. get maps all that time, all the often. All, well, <laughs> all that often or all the time is what I meant to say. All right. My third prediction. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. This is an interesting way to phrase this prediction. We get excited for a potential new Star Wars game being revealed only for it to actually be a mobile game. (laughs) The title of which is Star Wars Rise to Power. This is a a thing, Mm. but it's only been in early access on Android like six months ago. Interesting. So I think we're going to get a Star Wars tease and be like, what's the Star Wars going to think? And it's just going to be the mobile game. And it's a very EA thing to do. (laughs) All right. My next one is my version of the we're not going to hear about it. Okay. And to me, I'm going to go as far as say we're not going to get even a whisper. Okay. About the new NCAA football. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh well. I don't think we see it. I don't think there's a clip. I don't think there's a name drop. There's not a mention? I don't think there is anything about NCAA football. Wow. And that is a take it or leave it, all or nothing. That's a prediction. one pointer, yeah. So, See, I wonder if just because I don't think that if there's anything, it'll just be they'll literally say, "And we're working on NCAA right. football. and with our new acquisition of the NCAA rights, right. right?" Because they can't show a clip of anything because I still don't think they've worked out the right oh, stuff. Oh, they've with not the made NCAA. anything like, on that game yet. So they're still, yeah. I wonder though if. Because the thing with EA, a lot of a lot of people have given EA crap in the past at E three for sports over like over leaning into sports. Mm-hmm. I think the last EA play they did wasn't sports heavy at all, if I remember, because um, that had like uh, it takes two was in it, and they had like some other like indie dev yeah. with their like EA indie stuff. I wonder if I could either see it going at one of two ways, where either they lean away from sports again and realize, okay, E3 isn't for the sports fans. Or they go, well, we got Tiger Woods. We got NCAA. Oh, hear about that. Here's the sports package. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I'm, I'm curious to see. But I think that's a pretty decent bet. I, I I don't think I'd bet against you. We discussed possibly doing a like a bet against way of getting points. Yeah. But I think that no, might be got too nebulous. Yeah. Yeah. Um, There'll be plenty of discussions to be had just about the minutia of each all right, I have two predictions left, but five predictions mm-hmm. written. Okay. Um, all right, I'm going to go for my safest bet. Okay. A new Need for Speed is announced. <laughs> Simply called Need for Speed. Oh. Slated for 2022. That's pretty fair. You think it's like a more of a platform type of game? Like I think it's just a re- reset. Okay. Um, you don't I- think it's more like a persistent, like... Almost uh, like MMO-esque. A, like, yeah, you know? like games as a service thing. Yeah. No, I think there was a... I want to say there was like a sniff of a rumor of them eventually going back to yearly Need for Speeds, but they haven't done it yet. Um, so I think that might be the case. And to start that off, 
they might just go, okay, this is Need for this Speed. Is, that's absolutely one of those things. It's like, if it happens, there'll be no, th- there will be a pop, and the pop will just be, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly, Need right. for Speed, yeah, well, racing games, <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, my next one. We said we heard literally nothing about NCAA football. PGA Tour, on the other hand, okay, is back, baby. <laughs> we get a trailer. And my prediction is going to be for what's in the trailer. Okay. Beauty shots of Augusta National. <laughs> All right. Which, for those of you who don't know, is the golf course where the Masters is held every year. The largest golf tournament. And the last arguably. like shot of the trailer will be a Tiger Woods fist pump. Nice. That is my official <laughs> prediction. I didn't write this down, but I almost did as a prediction. Tiger Woods records a message no chance at all <laughs> that that happens yeah he's probably still recovering yeah um from his horrific car accident yes all right uh okay i'm gonna go with my other what i feel like is a decent bet okay we're finally shown first gameplay footage of skate four tanner my last prediction is coming out next year. We get a demo. 2022 is shown as a date. Showing off that slick, sophisticated skating sim <laughs> gameplay. <laughs> so, so we both, both have, have that one. Skate 4 gameplay 2022. Exactly. That's wild. That's All right. Awesome. I mean, that's the way it works. Uh, to quickly cover, which I guess I don't need to go too quick, but to cover the other ones that I didn't go with. Yeah. In all caps, EA finally brings back NBA Street. Mm. It's not going to happen. Um They'll show this one's fun. They'll show the PopCap logo, and I'll get excited, <laughs> but it'll just be another Plants vs. Zombies shooter. Oh, no. And then uh, the other one that I think could happen is we see the next game from Coldwood Interactive, who made Unravel, mm. but it won't be an Unravel. Okay. It won't be like a sequel to Unravel. Yeah. I didn't write down any supplemental. I've got my five, and I'm sticking. Yeah, you're them, very. Maybe. You're in. You're locked and loaded. All, All right. right. Ubisoft. It is. Tanner, I'll go first this time. All right, lead us off. Because I really like this prediction. Okay. We will learn Far Cry 6's release date before E3. Oh! With an extended demo to follow at the conference. Interesting. I'm betting on a leak. Oh! Okay, so we're not saying official announcement. uh, It could be either one. But I think we will know the release date of Far Cry 6 before uh, Ubisoft's conference. That's smart. I like this prediction a lot. Because Ubisoft, of the devs, is always the one to have a leak. Yeah. I could totally see it being they tweet out, like, Far Cry 6 coming September 7th, 2021. Watch, watch E3, E3 to I could see. see that happening, or I could just see... Jason Schreier tweeting Far Cry 6 is coming out and <laughs> right. Ubisoft being like, damn it, again? Are, are we are we getting to the point where Jason Schreier is the Woj a little of, bit. of a little bit. games? Uh, okay, to just go with that, I say Far Cry 6 is sort of re-revealed and it's given an August launch date. Okay, I, bet, I can see that I bet happening. on a month. I time. bet it's either early fall or like December. I think it's probably. I don't think they, they don't avoid that, holiday Yeah, they don't directly. bury that in October no. like with all the other big titles. So wait, you're going with that was your first official one? Yes, that was my first. I only have five for Yubi. My second one then. Tanner, do you remember Skull and Bones? (laughs) I do. I was looking into this earlier. Skull and Bones will finally resurface. And even though it should have been done by now, (laughs) the release date just says 2022. Perfect. I love it. Is it is Skull and Bones the one that no. The guy with the cool cane was for honor. 
Yes. The old guy with a great voice. I think so. I think that was For Honor, but it was the same show that they announced For Honor and Skull and Bones, which was like three years ago? I think it was 17 or 18. It, it was, was a long time ago. Yeah, this is the... If you don't remember Skull and Bones, you're like, what the hell is that? It's the pirate boat game. Yeah, it, it was a sort of a spin-off of the Black naval combat engine. that spawned in Assassin's Creed Black Flag. Yes. Um. Yeah. I just... I bet that game, if it comes out at all, comes yeah. out and is just very dated seeming mm. if I had to guess I would imagine I what is the uh, oh god why can't I think of the name of this game the rare C game for Microsoft oh Sea of Thieves Sea of Thieves I feel like because Sea of Thieves surprised me with mm-hmm. how much it grabbed people I feel like they think that's what it's going to happen and then it's just not oh no I feel like this is going to be like a plus game in like three I mean, months if you've played any of the Assassin's Creed games with naval combat it's fine, and I'm like, how I much deeper it. could they possibly get with right, it? Right, exactly. That is the pretty much be- beginning and end of the gameplay. I think the reason, because they do it in Odyssey too. I think the reason that combat works is because it's a palate cleanser in a way. Yeah. Whereas, like that as an entire game, I don't think I really want to play. Yeah, I agree. Um, all right. Uh, I feel like this one is almost a lock. Interesting. I feel very confident in this. A big deal is made is made out of their partnership with Oculus. Mm. Includes either or maybe both an Assassin's Creed or Splinter Cell VR trailer. Oh, interesting. And they now it has been confirmed that Ubisoft is working on a Star Wars game. We'll talk about that later. Oh, okay, Jay. that's not in my prediction, so I'll be curious to see what you say about it. Speaking of Splinter Cell, whoa, and a couple of other things, whoa. There will be no sign whatsoever. <laughs> you will not hear a whisper. The only thing, if and now, Sam Fisher might show up in like a vignette for like, or he was in uh, Rainbow Six. Yes. Yeah. I'm not going to count that. Right. That doesn't count. There will be no sign of Splinter Cell, Rayman, or Beyond Good and Evil 2. You will not hear a whisper about anything about those three franchises. Jay, Nothing. we are in a similar mode in some ways and not in others. Uh, one of my predictions, well, actually two of mine work with this, so I'm going to do this one first. Sure. They finally announced a new Splinter Cell game is one of my I predictions. Hope that, I hope I'm wrong. I feel like they've been eking him out in certain cases. And by the way, I will count Splinter Cell VR. I will count. Okay. It. Yeah. If I know, it's I called would too. Splinter Cell, um, or if it has Splinter would, Cell in the title, if that's the game, it's going to be like a full on like uh, Half Life Alex situation. Where like this is a real you VR. Hope. You would hope. Yeah. I hope it's not like a Batman Arkham VR. It's just like two hours of you know. Yeah. Looking at things like Batman would look at them. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go be Batman, but just the detective part. Yeah. <laughs> All right. My fourth prediction for Ubisoft. Yeah. The Prince of Persia remake. Oh, right. On the other hand, is back in full force with a demo showing side by side gameplay Very good. of old versus new, Sands versus Time, you know, yeah. versus the new one. Spring 2022. Okay. This was. Didn't they. This is the new Ubisoft studio, right? It's like Ubisoft Mumbai or something I don't like that. I recall exactly. It's one of the. Or it's Bombay now. Sorry, mm-hmm. not Mumbai anymore. Um. Or maybe it's the other way around. I forget. I forget how that city works. But yeah, I want to say, and I, I want to say the story for this was like 
some smaller studio pitched we really want to do sands of time yeah. and they were like okay we'll we'll like <laughs> buy you out basically mm-hmm. but i think they I, I don't think that was like a story i think they talked about it in the demo for sands of time right i can't remember this was like a whole complicated thing yeah. but either way i don't really care about this game but i do think it's i think that's there. a i think it's a lock i think that's a really good one i think the only thing about it is the release date i don't know if mm, sure. like, i could see that being everything from 2 months away to like 2023 like i, yeah, I can yeah, yeah. see any of it uh the other one that was very close to yours, my fourth prediction, we don't see or get a date for Beyond Good and Evil 2. Yep. I think that game is still just going to hide. That, is in, that might be the biggest like development hell yes. game that I've seen in a long Since time. Since Last Guardian. Yeah. Like, <laughs> which is just funny because they seemed so jazzed when they first like re-revealed it or re-announced it or whatever the date that Do was. Do you remember the... <laughs> this... This game is going to be wild no matter when it comes out. One of the first things they said about a game that definitely doesn't exist was how user creation was going to work. Do you remember this? Nope. I think it was called... I don't think it was called Beyond Good and Evil U, but it was something like that. I where wish it was. It, like, was. it was this thing where they were like, and if you have any good ideas for Beyond Good and Evil... <laughs> Send them our way. Put it on this website. No, seriously. It yeah. was a thing, and it was, it was so weird. That's funny. That game seems like it's never going to come out. <laughs> Well, what about a game that's already out? What? Huh? Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Oh. We'll get a DLC pack with one of the Norse gods in the name. Oh, very nice. Like I'm, Thor's Revenge yeah, or like yeah. Odin's Knowledge. Odin's Fury, yeah. Loki's Trickery. Like, I don't know. <laughs> something like that. Oh, you should have bet on Loki just for the Disney hits. Yeah. I was kind of, if that I had would to lean, be a good marketing move. I think for, well... I think for video game purposes, if they're going to do one, it'll probably be Odin something. Yeah. Just because, you know, not to, you know, rip off God of War, they'd probably avoid, well, I won't spoil certain things about God of War. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was um, like, whoa, watch what you say there, bud. But obviously, God of War, a lot of allusions to certain to Norse, Norse stuff, yeah. stuff that yeah. they might not want to replicate. Yeah. And I mean, they talk about Odin, too, in God of War. They talk about all of them. All right. My last prediction for Ubisoft and I'm excited because we're still getting to the exciting ones in my head. Uh, the last one. We see an early peek at the Star Wars game Massive, who made The Division, is working on. It's nothing over 60 seconds. <laughs> Very brief glimpse. <laughs> yes. It might even just be a logo. Yeah. Like, oh, I can see something like that happening. Yeah. And I have... I mean, I have... N- <laughs> you don't think that it would be... Like a third-person action game in the vein of the EA Jedi games, you right. think? Would it be a Star Wars shooter? Maybe, maybe like a could sort be cool. of a reboot of the Battlefronts, yeah, like older style. Like yeah. I don't know. I really have no compass direction to go on for Ubi's game, but nor do I. I'm semi interested because it's yeah, me too. Star Wars. All right. Now we're moving on to the big first-party console developer conferences yes and we're going to start with the one that i think we're the both the most uh uneducated about yes and i don't know it's just hard to say but we're going to start with nintendo nintendo is a hard one to predict it it is always like weird to predict you want to predict big stuff and then there's like one big thing from the conference it's like all right well nintendo did their thing yeah so we're pretty much taking five shots at the one thing that they're probably (laughs) gonna end up doing am i starting this one go ahead uh all right the only one that I feel pretty... Well, I don't know. I feel kind of confident in some of these. Crash Bandicoot is announced for Smash. 
Oh, that is my that is oh, my prediction. I think I there'll like be a, I think there'll be a Smash character reveal, and Smash community has been talking a lot about Crash lately. Yeah. So I I thought about a Smash character reveal, but I had no nothing to go on. So another I was just, Fire Emblem character. <laughs> you like swords? We got you. Now I could see it being. I mean, Sora has been the that's a sort good, of that's talk a good of the one. town forever now. Yeah. Um, which at this point makes me think it's never going to happen. But right. I also could not care at all. No. So I would, I would be, I'd be semi excited. I would be much more interested if it was Crash. <laughs> Small aside, have you seen where people were making out move sets and shit for Clippy? I don't know, but at first it was like, have you seen where people were making out? And I was like, where are we going with this? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Clippy, the, the paperclip. No, I have when not they seen first, that. When they first did like the Microsoft stuff with, with Doom Guy, I guess. Um, or wait, was that what it was? Anyway, there was something about just like, what if Clippy was in Smash? That'd be kind of awesome. It was cool because like it was kind of like a Kirby or Mr. Game & Watch yeah. thing where it would turn into different shapes mm-hmm. and stuff. It was fun. It was a fun couple weeks on Twitter. Anytime. I mean, that's always a fun like, oh, Smash. Oh, who's it going to be? Like, yeah. Always a fun thing to speculate about. Now. I'm going to start with the big guns for Nintendo. Okay. The Switch Pro is confirmed. Okay. But it is not coming out this year. Oh, okay. But it is $399. All right. Spring of next year. That is my official guess. Okay. Uh, I feel like if it was coming out this year, we already would have had it confirmed by Nintendo. Mm. I could be wrong. We'll see. Jay, my... I knew you would have one like this as well. My prediction in this front, the Switch Pro is announced. It's out this holiday. Mm-hmm. And there is a bundle with Breath of the Wild 2. Tanner. <laughs> <laughs> this is all just... Breath of the forth. Wild 2 will launch alongside the Switch Pro. Whoa! <laughs> whenever that may be. Okay, fair. If dates aren't specific, they will be announced to be in the same release window. So I'm going to count that, like, like if it spring, is this spring, year, right. like, I'm going to say, regardless of when it is, Breath of the Wild 2 is going to be right there with it. Yes. But then my separate prediction is that it won't be till the spring. Right. I have another Breath of the Wild prediction. Okay, keep going. Let's, <laughs> let's, I can promise we're, well, actually, never mind. Keep going. <laughs> Breath of the Wild 2 is this year. Zelda is teased as playable. Oh. There's going to be something in the gameplay where we see the camera over Zelda's shoulder. So you think there's going to be gameplay of Breath of the Wild 2 at this show? Yes. Tanner, if it's this year. There will not be gameplay of Breath of the Wild 2 <laughs> at this show. Skyward Sword HD will be the focal Zelda game oh at God. this show. Please don't do that. With a demo showing us how the Joy-Cons can be used to mimic the Wii motion <laughs> controls. Didn't they already kind of do that? They showed us that. Tra- I think there will be a more in-depth like sort of right. thing. But I think that that would be such a Nintendo thing to do. Oh, without a to doubt. To be like, hey, Breath of the Wild 2 is coming out this year. Here's a trailer for Skyward Sword <laughs> HD, though, to hold yeah. you over in the meantime. The funny thing is, that's basically what they already did. And I almost wrote as a prediction that... There will be another Zelda remaster announce, mm, uh, announcement. I thought about that, but then because that's been the rumor for a while. But then I was like, Nah, it's Nintendo. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to bet on them doing the good thing. Yeah, I'm done pinballing back and forth. Unless you've got another one. No, I'm, I'm done. I'm that done. chain ends there. Yeah, for that, was, me. that was pretty good. Uh, Metroid Prime Four, the game that has also been in development hell, is yeah, re-revealed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I almost said, I almost did one of the ones that was like it is not going to be there, but and it is set for 2022 there yeah there's no way they're just gonna drop that game on us pretty suddenly i don't think no um but 
If I had to predict, I would still predict that it's not going to be there. Oh, I, I get that for sure. I just feel like they're going to want, I, I, like we said, this is like taking stabs at a moving target and yeah. just seeing if you hit. Yeah. Tanya, there is one regard that this E3 was made for me. Okay. And that's the fact that there's a very good chance that we see two golf games. <laughs> um, Mario Golf Super Rush oh, right. will be shown to feature at least two characters from the Nintendo Extended Universe. So non-Mario mm. characters. Okay, so, so like, like Link. Fox, like whoever. Squid like, Lady. Yeah, something <laughs> like that. she's called. We will get two. Ink Baby. <laughs> Inkling? Is that what they're called? Pin girl. <laughs> I'm just trying to think of ink Who's, stuff. Oh, oh. I was like, is that a character was, from a game it, I don't know about? I was intentionally coming up with stupid names. Yeah. I think because very much in the vein of Mario Kart, mm. they'll have some sort of... They'll start opening it twist. up. Exactly. All right. My last one for Nintendo. What? <laughs> Nintendo. Mario Odyssey 2 is the one oh, more... No, is no, the no, one no, more thing. No. I mean, yes, I want it to happen. And it's coming next year. Oh, God. That's that's I'm saying if Mario Odyssey 2 happens, I don't know why I'm betting on this specifically, but it'll be the one more thing and be like, by the way, we have one more thing to show you. It would be such an interesting thing for them to do direct sequels for both Zelda and Mario. I think it's gonna happen. Which would I mean it wouldn't be shocking considering the success and reception of Breath of the Wild and, and Mario Odyssey, Odyssey. Right. But that's just usually not been their MO to do such direct parallels sure. to the most recent games. Even if of it's those not two. called Odyssey Two, I'm saying the follow up. Yeah, it to will be Odyssey. some. It will be Odyssey esque in yes. its gameplay and that yeah. sort of stuff. I would. Oh my gosh, I would lose my mind. Oh, I'd it'd be, be so, so good. It'd be so freaking good. Who cares about Breath of the Wild Two? <laughs> I mean, I do. <laughs> Me a little bit. I care more about Mario Odyssey. My final prediction. Right. This is my most like random prediction of probably my whole list. Okay. There will be one wildly unexpected port. <laughs> okay, define wildly unexpected. Like, are you saying of a game we've never heard of? No, I'm saying of like some random like I don't know. It's hard to quantify. It's kind of a okay. know it when you see it kind of thing. Right. Okay. But there will be a game that you will see and we'll be like, that's coming to Switch. <laughs> so it doesn't have to be a Nintendo game. No, it's going to be a not Nintendo or like oh. some sort of like third party game that has not been mm, released okay. prior on Switch. Okay. Kind of like how like Scott, like when Skyrim was like, oh, we're bringing Skyrim to the right, Switch. Right, right, Something right. Something okay. in that vein gotcha. is going to be announced for the Switch. Hmm. Among Us is coming to Switch. I think that's already confirmed. <laughs> I think I think it's already on there? Or no, am I wrong? Fall Guys is already on there, okay, I think. Yeah. Or is coming there? I can't Yeah, remember. it's coming. And that got delayed, actually. Oh, interesting. Because it was coming to there and Xbox. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Speaking of Xbox, oh, is that our next? Uh, Wait, did you finish yours? Yeah, I'm, I'm done. done I'm done. Yeah, yeah let's just, go on. Xbox. Way. Xbox. You're up first. I think. All right. Let me find my list here. There it is. I have a lot here. Right. I gotta. I gotta pick and choose. I like this first one. Starfield is re-revealed. Okay. With a fall 2021 release date, and it will be a timed Xbox exclusive. Interesting. Just like they did with Rise of the Tomb Raider. Because this game what is all throwback. Well, you remember that, right? Yeah, it was like for yeah, like a it year. Was six months. Or, or was it a year? It was something like that. But like this would be the perfect thing because we are fairly confident that they're still going to release the PlayStation version. Yeah. But what a perfect way to still treat it like an exclusive. It'd be smart. So that was my first prediction. Jay, I'm gonna not this is not a prediction. Mm. But I did have a Starfield thing written down, so I'm just going to say that now. 
And my thing was Starfield shown will not be an exclusive and is not this year. Wow. Those were my, that was my like tentative guess, okay. but I'm not making that an official prediction. Uh, Cause I have too many. Halo infinite is re-revealed. Uh huh. It's coming this holiday. And we will say it looks significantly better than the last time we saw it. We will say that. Because <laughs> <laughs> I said, and this is my second prediction, Halo Infinite gets a significant visual upgrade. <laughs> Why do we both say the word significant? <laughs> and a gameplay demo revealing open world exploration elements will be mm. shown. So showing how like you can actually traverse sure. the Halo itself. Yeah. We will get a lot of you know nods to that. And I said late October is the oh wow date. you picked a real real yeah. date because that that's always the sh- big shooter yeah, time window the shebang late October early November. God, I have so many of these. Mm. I almost want to do more just because they're so fun. <laughs> you can sprinkle them in at the end. You'll, that's you'll yeah yeah that. that's true. All right, uh, Sinuous Saga Hellblade Two is shown. Looks incredible. And it's coming early next year, first half of 2022. Mm, interesting. I don't know a ton. Of, I know that game. Is that game already been announced and confirmed? Or? Yes, there was a like a cinematic was. trailer. Yeah. Did you play the first one? No, but I've heard it's amazing. Yeah, I've heard a lot of good things about it. Um, but it also seems like a game that like I don't know it would be for me. Mm. Um, it seems like a game that implies more action than it actually lets you play through. I know there's some puzzle solving. It, the, from what I've seen, do you remember the... This is a weird comparison, but do you remember in Horizon when it wasn't the combat and you were like going through the vaults and stuff? Yeah. A, a lot bit. of the gameplay reminds me of that. Okay. Where it's like you're kind of solving puzzles around you and eking out the story. But then again, I haven't seen a lot of this game, to be fair. Because yeah. it's one of those games when... A friend was streaming it. I'd watch like 15 minutes and be like, this looks cool enough that I don't want to spoil. So sure. I, would, I would get back out. Interesting. All right. My next prediction. Yeah. I'm pretty much predicting this. That way, if they break my heart, I can at least say I got this <laughs> prediction right. Oh, okay. The Elder Scrolls Six gets a subtitle. Oh. A brief outline of the setting. Okay. But there's not, there's nothing more than that. It's very brief. No date, but they announce that it will be an Xbox exclusive. Oh, that's very good. I think I wrote down and then crossed out Elder Scrolls Six is an Xbox exclusive, yeah. but I, I don't. So, have like, I at least I'll have this prediction to fall back on if they if they break. What your would heart. suck is if they don't do it this year and then do it later. But you <laughs> yeah, know. exactly. Uh, God. Okay, so it just if you're if you're listening. I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Well, eight predictions because I said Starfield one, and I have uh, three to choose from the eight. So I got, I got to really, I got to really wind down. Okay, uh, a big deal is made of Crossfire X, that Chinese game that they announced acquisition of. Oh yeah, and they tout, which is real, Remedy doing the single player. Interesting. I feel like that's gonna be like a. Hey, look out for Crossfire X. Yeah. I feel like that's going to be a big thing. I don't know. That didn't even cross my mind. But and plus, I don't know much about Crossfire X to be. I don't either. Well, the first, the Chinese one's called Crossfire. I think. I just know that recently it was announced that Remedy's doing the single player. Yeah. So I feel like we'll get some sort of like trippy Remedy single player shooter stuff uh, as a trailer. 
And we'll be like, what the hell is this? And it's Crossfire X. And I'm like, oh, right. <laughs> and I mean, if they announce that Remedy's doing it, I'll at least be with my newfound, you know, do I want to say love for control? Is that the word that I want to use? Appreciation? A deep appreciation for control. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd be kind of excited about that. Yeah, me too. All right. My fourth prediction for Xbox. An updated Elite Controller will be shown off. Oh! And teased as having, this is my version of like, you know, a specific phrase that they'll use. Yeah. They'll say something like advanced haptics. Okay, that makes sense. That's good. To sort of combat the, the dual sense. sense. Yeah. I like that and a lot. I said advanced haptics or some BS like that. Right. But no release date. They'll just okay. talk about it. It's coming. Working on. Yeah. You know, we might see like a mock-up of it, but that's about it. God, I have too many. <laughs> All right. It's happening here, I think. Hades is shown. Oh. It's coming to both an Xbox, Xbox and PlayStation this summer. Will be on Game Pass day one. Dang. Supergiant might as well make that good, good Xbox money. <laughs> it it had a year exclusivity, and I think it launched around this time last year. I think it's going to be at one of the E3 shows. This was the specific one that I was like, if it happens at PlayStation, do I still get partial credit? Sure. Because I think it's happening somewhere. I I would be very surprised if that happened at PlayStation, actually. I would. It feels like more of an Xbox thing. Yeah. Or to just, just like, get know. credit for it. Or, or PC some, gaming yeah, or something. Some, or just like a tweet around the show or sure, you know, something random. True. Um, but yeah, I, now that that's a good, I like where your head's at there. And I would be excited just because of all the praise for that game. I really want to try it. Yeah. My last one, all game pass ultimate members will be getting full X cloud access by Ooh. November 1st of this year. Wow. That's a very specific date. I forgot about X cloud. So what exactly is X cloud again? I don't really know that much about the details yeah other than it seems to be the most comprehensive version so far they have of like like streaming like games on non-traditional platforms right okay so maybe if you have like the xcloud access on your phone or on your smart tv or like you know something like that and i don't know where they've planned on launching it so far i know they did a beta that I want to say was on like Android. Mm. That was just like last month. Yeah, um, I saw. I think Paris tweeting about it. Something like Paris that. Paris has talked about Xbox a lot. Uh, so yeah, I think that they're going to do a more full rollout of that, and they will announce okay. that formally. But just for Game Pass Ultimate people. Man, I'm so split on two. Do I go with the more hype option or the score safe option? Well, I would say go with the more hype option because I don't feel overly confident about most of mine. So like. Mm. I feel like you're not going to shoot yourself in the foot too much All right, by going with the hype. And hype is fun. Fable is announced. Mm. It's just called Fable. Just, I like That's yeah. No date. We don't get a date for it. It just says Fable. I don't know if it's just a logo. I don't know if it's like a someone talking about Albion. I don't know if it's, it's going to be something Wasn't like that. Wasn't there like some sort of tease about Fable? So the, forgive me because I, is it Playground? That does Forza? Maybe. I don't know for sure. They're the ones doing it. They were, like, given the IP. So, I think it's happening. It's just a matter of when. All right. To quickly go through the ones I didn't say. Hit me with them. I I said the Starfield one already. And I'll give you any pushback I have. All right. We see first bits of gameplay of Perfect Dark's remake. Mm, Mmm. Yeah. 2022 is the date for that. Uh, (laughs) This is a really fun one that I almost said, but... We get a cute... 
Master Chief and Doom Guy are best friends trailer. <laughs> it's going to be like overly comic. Uh, this was the other one that I was contemplating, the more safe one. Tim Schafer is brought out to introduce Psychonauts 2, mm. and it's due later this year. I feel pretty confident about There's that. There's been a lot of talk about Psychonauts 2. A lot of, I mean, some people speculating that they might just shadow drop it. Like, mm. but Would make sense. Uh, the game that maybe I'm most excited for under the Xbox umbrella, 12 Minutes gets a final trailer. Oh, that's the top-down... Yes, yeah. that has the, the Willem Dafoe yeah, like and... That, the voice cast is like Daisy insane. Ridley one of the other people? I think There's so. a lot of, like, really... It's... Because... I'll, I'll tell that story in a minute, but... And I said it gets a final trailer, and it's coming out in the next 90 days. Mm. Possibly an out-now game. Yeah. Uh, and then the last one was Witch Fire is shown from the developers of Vanishing of Ethan Carter. Mm. That has been a game that's been, like, development for a long time. Yeah. Uh, 12 minutes. So this is the... I want to look up the exact voice cast of it. Okay. Uh, I want to say it's Willem Dafoe, Daisy Ridley, and someone I know, else. I'm pretty sure there were three big names. Yeah, there was another big actor. So 12 minutes originally started as this this guy. His name is Luis something, I think. Um, it's like his baby. It's a top-down Groundhog Day style game where you basically have to... You're, you're like being accused of a murder. It's like a murder mystery, but it's in a Groundhog Day formula. James McAvoy. Was I the almost other one. said McAvoy. Okay, I was between him and like Tom Hiddleston. Um, but then it looked so promising when he debuted it. He actually showed it on Kind of Funny, like oh, the, yeah, six yeah. years ago, like forever ago. It was one of their first like ever exclusive like reveal things. Um, that's when I first heard of it and fell in love with the idea of it. It looked so promising that Microsoft bought the rights to it, and then eventually A twenty four got involved, which is how all these actor names are in. I think, or maybe it's Annapurna. It's Annapurna. That's it. They're sorry. publishing it. Annapurna also does film stuff. So. That's how this happened, but I think at some point the game kind of grew and was reshaped once all this influx of publisher money came yeah. in and became more of a big idea. But that game, it's already been in like Tribeca Film Festival, like it's it's announced for this year's Tribeca Film Festival, so it has to be soon. Um, so I I think that's a pretty safe bet too. But I I don't know. It's I not am as, very fascinated. Not by as high. Just I'm very excited about, about the, the gameplay. Curious about the story. Yeah. Obviously, I mean, you pull a cast like that for a game. Oh yeah, that I'm gonna say. Willem Dafoe in a murder mystery. I'm all. I'm so in. All right, Sony, and now the one we love. All right, so this is you starts on this one, right? I don't remember. You just I, start. Okay, it's fine. <laughs> uh oh, God, what do I want to start with? All right, a new service is unveiled as a competitor to Game Pass called, not part of the points, but I want to try. PlayStation Universe. Hmm. Existing PlayStation Now subscribers will be turned into PSU subs when it launches later this year. What sort of broad format do you envision for something like that? So I think, one, they're going to rebrand it because I think a lot of people are confused as to what PlayStation Now is and how it's different from Game Pass, but not exactly the same. Um, So I think PSU, or whatever they end up calling it, will be rolled more into the store page. Mm. Um, so if, you, if you're familiar with Xbox, Game Pass is a very... It's right in front of you. Here are all the games you could download right now if you just had Game Pass. Whereas on even on PS5, PlayStation Now is off in the subscriptions thing. And like if you don't know it's there, you may not even realize. Yeah. Like you don't know about PlayStation Now. Um, I think that's a big part of it. I think just the optics of... They have PlayStation Now, but it's not quite Game Pass. And people... I guess I'm kind of repeating myself there, but... Like, rebranding it is a really good idea. I also think they'll tout 
more of like exclusives coming there day one or something along those lines. Like once an exclusive has been out six months, it's on there, whatever. I kind of was, I was workshopping a prediction in a similar vein. Mm. Uh, And I have one that doesn't, it's not directly connected, but sort of has the same, I'll get to it later. Yeah. But I was wondering, I think if they do it, I kind of think, I think they'll keep PlayStation now and just keep the name and totally just sort of Mm. revamp it. And say we're That's gonna we're gonna we're literally adding like 500 games right now to PlayStation Now, yeah, and make a big deal and you know have it sort of become the new instead of touting PlayStation Plus every month, right? It's it the just, hub. It becomes the new like, yeah. thing that you want to have if you're on PlayStation. Because correct me if I'm wrong, if you if you have Game Pass on Xbox, that doesn't mean you have Xbox Live, right? I don't think so. But Ultimate has it all. Right. Gotcha. Okay. There's a ten dollar version that's the standard, and, and there's then it's a fifteen dollars version. Ultimate. Yeah. But even but Xbox Live is called Xbox Network now. Oh really? They changed the name, or they're going to change the name. This was a story like a couple weeks ago. Yeah, I like vaguely remember. Like, oh well, Tanner. Let's talk about the other news story that happened this week. Whoa! Sony has trademarked Sunset Overdrive. It has. So oh, what logically follows? Sunset Overdrive is coming to PS4 and PS5. Okay. With enhanced visuals on next gen. Right. But no whisper of a sequel. I oh, we are just getting that's safe. that game on the new console. Insom's busy enough. Oh yeah, we this yes they are. Oh. Jay's Insom heavy. How many, I love Insomniac. Ha, me too. How many teams are there? Because they crank out shit all the time. I don't know, but to have the two IPs going concurrently that they do right now yeah. is like naughty dog levels of oh my God, yeah. quality and consistency. Hopefully they, they can keep it up. They launched Miles Morales like six months ago yep. and Ratchet's next month. Yep. <laughs> That's crazy. Shout out to Ensom. And they just crank shit out. Uh all right. We get a reveal of a brand new Quantic Dream game. Ooh. That's all I'm saying. That's it? <laughs> yep. Just a new Sonic Dream game. Disconnected from Detroit. Yeah, it's a new IP. From, okay. Completely new IP. Which would probably be smart of them to... Yeah. They've oh. never done a sequel. Really? I don't think so. I didn't know that. It was Heavy Rain, Beyond Two Souls, Detroit. Detroit. And then the, they might have done something before that, but Heavy Rain's when I first started them. Detroit seems like the kind of thing where Taylor made to just be like, Detroit, new subtitle. Or Chicago Become Human. Oh, or DC become yeah, human. Yeah, yeah. I could totally see them doing that. I like that format, but That's, that would be cool. It, it wouldn't surprise me, but I think it's a brand new IP. Yeah, I think it's fair. So my next one to stick with Insomniac while we're at it. Insomniac's Spider-Man Two mm. will be unveiled with a very brief teaser trailer. Very brief. Okay, featuring a very symbiotic screech. Oh. So teasing, right? I guess, yeah, Venom, more yeah. or less. Do I you, what do you what are your what percentage odds did you put on anything Spider Man two showing up? I don't think it's here. I think Spider Man was twenty eighteen. Yeah, and they've do done more, it, they uh, did Miles Morales know, last year. Shorter, sure. Effectively the same. Engine, and engine stuff, and structure. Right. You're probably you're going to be playing in New York, like yeah. Unless they do some really weird curveball, far ball. from home thing. Yeah. Um. So I think that if there's a game that they could continue to just iterate on quickly, that's kind of tailor made for it. So I could see them teasing it this year, 
gameplay next year, release next holiday. I mean, I don't think it's crazy. Yeah. I just don't think it's there. I, think I do they think have, it's a little fast, I but think I they wanted have, to have some fun, you know? I think they have too much on their plate. Yeah. Like, oh, God of War Ragnarok. Wait, what? Isn't that, what's the subtitle? But wait, t- who's got too much on their plate? Oh, Sony. Oh, okay. I, was I like, mean, like, for the show. Now I got you. That is the subtitle, right? Well, I don't think you technically confirmed that that is a subtitle, but they did say like, Ragnarok is coming. All right, well, God, so, God of War 2. For all intents and purposes, I've... I also have it called God of War Ragnarok in my, right. well, one of my predictions. God of War Ragnarok, whatever the sequel to God of War is. It, gameplay is shown. Yeah. Gameplay. Yeah. And it gets a date no later than June next year. All right, Tanner. This is where we're going to go to blows on this one. Uh-oh. God of War Ragnarok gets a cinematic trailer trailer with brief gameplay snippets. Okay. Which would still align with mine. Gameplay and shown. The release date simply says... Fall 2021. I almost did that. It's coming out this year. Which, I mean, to be fair, that would still apply to mine. I just said no later than June. Fair, but that would be a really smarmy (laughs) move on your part. (laughs) I just don't don't think it's... You're you're predicting it with at least the possibility that it gets delayed. Yes, Whereas I'm saying it's not getting out of this year. I would would love it. Do you want to put it on the line? Am I saying... Do you think it's coming out this year or not? Is this part of my prediction? I guess it doesn't have to be, but I feel I'm sort of challenging you on this one. So, and I feel like for the sake of putting a more firm divide between our two predictions, it would be more fun for one of us. I think it's coming out this year. I don't think it is getting delayed at all. Now, remind me, when was the date shown? It just said 2021. When? At the PS5, so uh, the second PS5 show, like August of last year, it was August or September. I want to so say, fully during COVID. Yes. So that was with COVID delays in mind, or with the way they were working with COVID in mind. Maybe we, you can assume that we people don't were know already for sure. working in COVID. I Definitely. should say. Ah oh, man, you have said I've know I know that you've said that it's getting pushed. I think it's getting pushed. I just don't know how far. I mean, even if it gets pushed to, because the original or the first was released in February. Yes. Which to me, that's the that's the second most logical place for it to be. Fuck it, it's next year. Okay. I, I all right. I will say, but that takes away my no earlier than June thing, or no later than June thing. I'm saying. Okay. So I'm just gonna say it's 2022 now. Fair. I'll I'll revise it slightly. So you're just saying it gets. They might because ju- I I imagine for PR. Well, I don't know. They could go one of two ways. Sony does occasionally do exact date. Yeah. But see that's a, I'm saying it like I didn't say exact date, I said fall. But it just still just says them, 2021. Yeah. Or I'm saying that they give them enough wiggle room to like if it gets pushed back a month and gets released right. at like the end of November, at least they don't have to say oh it's been delayed a little bit. Right. They give themselves a little bit of wiggle room. I think it's next year. Okay. Whose prediction is it? Mine? I don't remember. We sort of Well, we, yeah, you did your second you did your God of War one. Yeah. So I'd be me. There. Because we got two more each. For All right. Oh man. The Last of Us factions is shown. God, I thought about it. We lose our shit at how good it looks. <laughs> Out before August ends. No. Oh. I think it's this summer ish. Dude. Oh my lord! So August thirty first would count, but if it's in September, it doesn't count as much. Oh my god! I would lose my absolute mind. It's got to be soon, man. 
I, I just think. don't. I don't know what to think about it at this point. Like, I feel like it either. Yeah, it has to be soon. Because I feel like they want to move on to whatever the next thing Naughty Dog is working on is yeah. for promotional purposes. Yeah. So it's either like we need to get this out or we need to decide this isn't happening. Right. <laughs> um, which I really hope they don't do. I think there are two realities to it. Either they went forward and said, you know what? Last of Us 2, it's all about the single player. Nobody cares about the multiplayer, yeah. whatever. And then they received the fan backlash of like, no, hey, we really like the Last of Us multiplayer. And they're like, oh, shit. And started scrambling to make this. Or this was the plan all along. Which there were like hiring things in like yeah. 2017 of multiplayer stuff, so you would think that's and what the plan like was. A very conspicuous. I don't remember if it was a statement from like Neil Druckmann or someone at Naughty Dog who's basically like, "Stay tuned. We know what you want." Yes, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That's kind of what I'm alluding to. Like, so, and I'm pretty sure they explicitly said like, you know, we haven't forgotten about factions or something right. to that extent. I don't know that's going to be called Last of Us Factions, but just the that seems the most logical Us. title. But yeah. you never know. All right, your fourth one. At long last, new DualSense colors hey, are coming. I almost did this exact thing. We see at least two new shades shown off. I mean, if they're going to do colors, they would show, I would think, at least three. But. Yeah. I think two is a good place to start. I just don't think they'll do just one. No. Um, so I'm saying they'll at least get multiple new colors, um, it, which is funny because I saw like a completely unverified rumor about this earlier mm. today, um, basically saying that red and gray were already being like rumored. Huh. Which I'm like, well, I feel like at that at that point they'd also throw in like a blue, blue but you yeah. never know. What colors would you want to see most? Blue, maybe like I mean black. Black would be interesting. Probably black, blue, and some sort of like silverish something. Silver would be cool. Yeah, I've always wanted, and they've not made one. They didn't make a dual dual shock. I've always wanted like a bright neon yellow. Ooh. I think that'd be really cool. That would be cool. Especially with the, the two-tone of the dual sense. Yeah. See, that's what I was wondering. I was like, well, could you could remix one color of like the and top not and the, the other. If you don't know what we're talking about. Here it is. The top and In the bottom all its glory. of the dual sense. You could do different colors. I did a bunch of mock-ups for different dual senses. And I got an IGN for it. Yeah, we did. So that's my one credit <laughs> in IGN. Because um, I would love it if just you replace the white with blue. Mm. Um, you replace, I mean, you make it all black or you make it like all silver or something like yeah. that. There's a lot all of blue would look cool. Honestly, at this point, I'm just kind of craving anything different. I will buy the first new color I can. Because I was about to buy another one the other day just to have another one, but I was like, I can hold out a That's little longer. That's what I keep thinking, dude. I just, I, I can wait. I can wait for another one. Yeah. Oh, man. My last PlayStation prediction. I don't even know what to do. All right. I'm going to go. Ugh. <laughs> All right. No, I'm going to go for the hype one. A very brief teaser is shown for PlayStation's newest revival, Resistance. The one hole Am in the catalog. To, I would bet against you hard. But. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. If we had that system, I would not go with this. Yeah. I feel like they if if they're missing one hole in their catalog, it's a shooter. Yeah. So, what kind of makes true, sense? Especially considering they're now going up against Xbox, who just acquired the developer of two of the biggest shooter franchises out there with Doom and Wolfenstein. Yeah. And they already have Halo. So. Yeah. Yeah. And Gears. And Gears. Man. Yeah, I could. I yeah. If that's trying, my that's my most fun one. I, I would love that. Honestly, I would too. I'd be super into it. I no, don't know who's developing. Never mind. Killzone Four. <laughs> like. Yeah, I mean, it'd be fun with that too. All right. 
my last PlayStation prediction. Yeah. And this is the one that sort of... I'm going to say that they don't go all in on a new like PlayStation Now type okay. service yet. But I think that they're sort of patchwork solution going forward in the meantime. The PlayStation Plus Collection, mm. which was the thing that annou- was announced in tandem with the PS5, or right. like Days Gone, Last of Us, God of War, God Bloodborne, of War. like all of these... Crash Bandicoot Collection. Resident Evil, like Monster yeah. Persona World, 5. All sorts of games yeah. are free if you have PlayStation Plus when you get the PS5. At least five games will be added mm. to the PlayStation Plus collection. I like it. That's a smart prediction. It's because like... You know, Game Pass all is great. And yes. we talked about ad nauseum the value of Game Pass. Yeah. But there's a lot of things on Game Pass that you're overlooking that you don't care as much about. You just want the top tier stuff. Sure. At this point, there's a ton of value in the PlayStation Plus collection oh, already. Yeah. Oh yeah. Just expanding that a little bit and saying I don't remember I don't know exactly how many games that are in it at this point. Yeah. Probably like ten to fifteen. Some fifteen to twenty. You up that thinking, to yeah. twenty. Right. Like, and say, hey, these 20 games are free if you just have just PlayStation Plus. Just buy a Plus. PS5. Get your hands and on And these one. are good, high-quality, like, AAA, right. big-budget games. I think that's a good temporary solution. Mm. So, that is my formal guess for that. Man, we're out of PlayStation predictions. Yeah. Damn. Do you want me to read you the rest of mine? I do have one bonus PlayStation prediction, too. Okay. So, you I'll, go I'll go through all of mine, and then you, you do yours. Sure. Top us off. Uh... Horizon Frozen Wild is coming out this September. Frozen Wilds was the DLC to the first one. Sorry, what's the new one called? Uh, Forbidden West. For, I, I have HFW written down. Sorry, that's why <laughs> that's my awesome. brain went Frozen Wild. Sorry. Uh, Gran Turismo 7 gets an extensive amount of time shown. We probably get bored. 2022 yeah. <laughs> was my other one. That's a good, yeah. Uh, Elden Ring is shown and it's this year. My my one of mine is just Elden Ring will be somewhere, please. <laughs> is what I wrote for that one. Uh, this one I actually think is a pretty decent bet. Play Dead, the developer of Limbo and yeah. Inside, their next game is revealed. Not a sequel, it's just a new IP. This is the dumbest thing I've ever written. <laughs> okay. The show ends with three slides of images, or just text. Agent. 2023 Rockstar and Naughty Dog. Oh my lord. <laughs> Cuz we've talked about I've I've talked about a long like I would love for Naughty Dog to do a spy game. Yeah. And it's like Rockstar still kind of they still own the IP. I want Naughty Dog to do a spy game. Here we go. I mean, that is that the biggest possible collab ever, yeah. In video game studios like Yeah. Ugh. It's not going to happen. I just thought it was funny. See, my other, my other bonus one is not nearly as high. This is one that I had on here. I replaced it with the DualSense color thing. When mm. I saw that tweet today, I was like, yeah, this seems like the time to like show off new yeah. DualSense colors. I've been talking about DualSense colors all week for some reason, yeah. so I, I just I want it. But my other one was going to be, there will be at least three PS5 upgrades announced. So, like, mm. a game that's already out on PS4, oh. and we're saying, like, oh, it's I going, misunderstood. No, yeah. We're getting a 4K 60 frames up-res version of X game. Right. And there would be, like, three separate of those. That's I a I see, like, a bet. montage of that yeah. in the middle of the show or something like that. What would those games be that you would want to know. see? I don't know. That I would want to see? Yeah. Like, Red Dead? Oh, great call. Um, great call. That's the first and foremost, like, not even a question. Last of Us 2. Yeah, that's the other one. Uh, third? I don't know, but I cause there's plenty of options. Uh, yeah. Honestly, uh, 
Well, Horizon, kind of. Yeah, I was wondering if Especially that's going like, to get anything. Because I just started replaying it a little bit last week and kind of stopped when I realized that when you go back and forth between the fidelity and performance modes, like it's already just you're either picking between 4K mm-hmm. at the fidelity mode. Or 60 FPS. But it's not locked at 60 FPS. It's just uncapped. So oh. it doesn't always hit 60. Right. I would love a locked-in 64K version of that. Yeah, game. which would probably uh, take some work. Yeah, so those are three good candidates right there, but obviously they're numerous. Yeah. Well, we kind of breezed through those. I know. We got through them faster than I thought. There I wasn't we just as much didn't, discussion. We didn't ask yeah, we just, through them. We were just excited. Fun. Yeah. Because there will be, a, I mean, there's going to be plenty of room for discussion. And obviously, something tells me 80 to 85% of these won't happen. They will no. fall by the wayside. No. And we'll never talk about them again. So any discussion that would have <laughs> happened next now year. would have been useless. <laughs> right. But, there will be plenty of discussion to come later about everything that does happen. That's true. And I'm very excited. I have a couple questions. Hit me. Do we see Call of Duty anywhere? I almost made a prediction, but I was like, Tanner, it's too boring. Of course boring. we see Call of Duty somewhere. PlayStation? If I had to guess, yeah. I would think so, too. Uh, especially where... If, if Halo is not at Xbox... I mean, there is no reality No, Halo, Halo has is to be at not Xbox. at Xbox. I almost made it my prediction that it opens the show. I could see that. I feel like they want to get it out of the way. It'd be so weird to... I mean, if Halo is not at Xbox, they're pretty much relying entirely on the Bethesda stuff to be their new yeah. stalwart exclusive branch going forward. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. I still don't know what to think whether Halo is still going to be good and people are going to be pleasantly or respond well to whatever upgrades they make. Yeah. Um, but I'm certainly not buying a console anytime soon for that game. I wouldn't buy, no. And again, the Xbox value proposition is so weird to me because, again, I own a PC. Yeah. And it's like, I really like the time I spent on Xbox One, but it was so brief. Yeah. Where I was like, I, I had Game Pass for like three months. I played Outer Worlds and Hollow Knight, I think I played on Game Pass. And like, I played some really good games there and I was like, all right, I don't want to pay for Game Pass anymore. Back to PlayStation. Yeah. It was very weird. Um, I was, do we see any celebrity cameos was my other question. Um, I saw something in in my sort of research where someone pitched the idea of Keanu coming on stage or going on to the presentation and apologizing for Cyberpunk, <laughs> which I thought was really yeah, funny. I mean, yeah, there's no chance that happens, but I could see a non-Tony Hawk professional skater coming out for, for skate? skate. Oh, that's a good call. Um, I don't think they'll have any other athlete. They're ob- the Tiger Woods no thing is like... I. I don't know what I would do. However, oh, I thought about this earlier. Okay. We had discussed the, um, because, okay, for longtime listeners of our eight episode long (laughs) podcast, we discussed our hypest of all time predictions, basically, that we will celebrate if they ever happened. Right. I have decided what I'm going to do. Okay. And you don't have to decide right now. We've got weeks to talk about it before E3. Yeah, yeah. But I've decided that if one of my crazy things happens. Yeah. Tanner, you know I'm a lover of a good margarita. You you do love a margarita. And we discussed the possibility of buying like expensive bottles of some liquor and popping them only if one of our things right, happened. Right, right, yeah. But I don't think that would be very entertaining for the folks out there to watch me drink a very expensive margarita. <laughs> okay. Here's what would be. All right. I've decided that if one of my things happens, I'm going to make not literally the world's spiciest margarita. Oh. But a really, really spicy margarita oh. with like habaneros. Like, I'm oh. going to, because I'm going to make it taste good, but I'm going to make it hurt. 
for you, <laughs> the folks out there. Um, Dude, I, and I will drink it on the podcast with you and try to s- keep a straight face. That would be awesome. That is my official thing that's going to happen. I like it. I did. Uh, I've done spicy peppers for charity streams and for like anniversary streams and stuff. And I was basically told by the community, they were like, stop doing this to yourself. It's not fun for us to watch you go through pain. Oh. And I was like, okay, that's fair. Now, granted, you haven't done it yet. Yeah. And so I, you know me. I do. I love spicy stuff. I was going to say, this is mo- more up your alley regularly exactly. than mine. For folks out there who are familiar with Hot Ones, the YouTube show, Yeah, I have the last dab in my fridge at home right now. Uh, I would say a good percentage when we lived together of our refrigerator was dedicated to hot sauces. A not insignificant yeah, fraction. Yeah, there was like at least 20% of the door's worth of condiments yeah, was hot I'm sauces. not like a person who goes to like chili head conventions and like does that kind of thing. <laughs> is that a thing? Oh, yeah. Chili head? Is that what it's called? I, or is that I know, a fan base? Yes. People who like are fans <laughs> of like hot peppers and unique hot sauces are like chili heads. They're not um, the Brovilles? <laughs> That's good. Thank you. That's really good. I'm going to call myself a Broville instead of a chili head um, because I'm not particularly interested in the peppers themselves. I'm like, what kind of hot sauce can you make out of this that mm. I can like dip my chicken wing in or whatever? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I'm i a big fan. Like My brother got me like a, I think it was sort of wrapped up like a piece of dynamite uh, and it was like five bottles of hot sauce. I think they're called oh, Swiss nice. Burn. It was oh, the God. brand name. It was like five different flavors. They weren't very good. They weren't even very hot. <laughs> but I was very excited when I, I saw mean, the them. I the packaging sounds great. Um, so, yeah, I'm a big hot sauce fan. So, I would probably do something to the effect of like muddle in like whole habaneros into mm. a margarita or something like that. I've never gone hotter than a habanero in an actual pepper. Uh, habaneros are what I ate for charity streams yeah. and stuff. They're and fucking hot. They are hot. And but The last dab does have like... The hottest pepper in the world in it, but mm. when it's converted into a hot sauce, it's significantly it's distilled. milder. Yeah, not to say it's mild in any sure, form. Sure, sure, sure. Um, but I will make a ridiculously hot margarita and drink it on the show. Can we uh, petition to give you a nickname of the Broville Unit? Yes. And just call you the Unit. <laughs> I will keep working out, and I will <laughs> become the Broville. Imagine unit. me getting like a tattoo of a chili pepper on my bicep. Hell yeah! I mean, like this is the Bro. I mean, I'm the Broville Unit. <laughs> First of all, that's never going to happen. I don't care what <laughs> prediction I would have to nail for that to happen. Oh, but I like so the good. nickname. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I don't know what I'm going to do for mine. I think I would go more pleasure than pain. But maybe I'll go pain. I don't know, in a different way. Yeah, I, I like know. to exhibit myself to a little bit of torture just for people's entertainment pleasure. What if I just made an old-fashioned but swapped the amount of bitters and bourbon? <laughs> it would be disgusting. Oh. It would be so bad. I would much rather drink a really, 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 really spicy margarita than that. No, I'd, I'd rather drink the bitters. Gosh, it would, just, would just smell like Christmas. <laughs> it would, and your tongue would just be like numb yeah. by the end of it. It'd be like drinking straight Szechuan peppercorns <laughs> for anybody who knows about that. This is our side podcast, Foodies. Hey, start <laughs> a Patreon out. right now. <laughs> we honestly might be more qualified to do that. <laughs> I love it. Anyway, Tanner, do you have a recommendation? (laughs) Voice break. (laughs) Uh, I haven't played any games this week. Uh, I'm gonna say you're watching something interesting. (laughs) Do you do anything with your time? No, I was gonna say uh, I'm gonna recommend 
the Celeste soundtrack. Ah, go listen to that soundtrack. It's, I was very close to buying it the other day. It's, Not the, just the soundtrack, but it's, the game. It's one of the one of the best game soundtracks I've ever heard. So go listen to that. That's my yeah. recommend. I won't until I play it because I will play it. That's the best way to do it, obviously. But if you, you know don't what, now play that it. I've beaten the game that I'm going to recommend again, Returnal. Yeah. Um, it's definitely on my very much on the top of my must play next list. Yeah. Um, but just to fully summarize, here's my brief overall review of Returnal. Okay, go for it. Immaculate gameplay. Yes. Especially if you're a fan of shooters. It is. It feels so good. Silky smooth. Uh, great enemy variety. Fun. Lots of guns. Um, the, the environment is very foreboding. Mm. Uh, there is some repetition of... Obviously, you're playing the game and you sort of repeats. Yeah. And that's a roguelite for you. Um, but there's more of that that you sort of see as you get into it. Um, man... It's hard to quantify because I'm not going to talk about the story yet. Because right. I will say that eh, I won't talk about it. Okay. I liked it, but there are more specific details that I would want to get into. Sure. And we will eventually. It's not a detractor, you would say. No, okay. absolutely not. The, I, but I left having more questions. That's fair. Which is kind of a good thing and kind of That's a bad thing. That's just a thing. sci-fi thing. Like, yeah. Movies do that too. Um, but yeah, I'm going to give Returnal... I'm going to go on the 100-point scale okay. since I touted my love we'll for... We'll set the precedent the for 100-point scales. You know, granular scale possible. Yeah. I'm going to give it a 9.1. Oh, interesting. Because okay. I feel like there's a lot of games out there that are like, if this game is great, my gut reaction is like, it's like a 9. It's a 9, yeah. And I want to give some sort of indicator that I think this game's a little better than great. Okay. Um, I'm not going to put it up in like the higher echelons of games sure. that I've played, but... It is 100% my front runner for game of the year at this mm. point, and I would be surprised if anything tops it except God of War. Mm. If God of War comes out this year, that is the only thing that I see on the horizon. Hey. Except in Horizon, I don't, I do not anticipate Horizon being as good, mainly because the, the first one was great but didn't grab me yeah. quite the way it may, might have some other people. Yeah, I'm, I'm the same um, way. But if God of War sticks this year, there's a genuine challenger and probably Usurper. Because I yeah. I don't imagine that game thing being much less than perfect. Not to put too high of expectations yeah. on it. <laughs> Watch out, Corey. But Returnal, phenomenal game. Uh, oh, yeah. Can't wait for you to beat it. Oh, yeah. So we can discuss it I will further. at least make lots of progress this week. And yeah, hopefully we a, can... There is a point that I want you to reach, which isn't even terribly further in. Because mm. then that's where the discussion really starts, I gotcha. think. Gotcha. You know what would be an interesting topic for us? Mm-hmm. I'm just saying this now so we, so it's somewhere. Going through either games we've both played or like all of the PlayStation games or something like that and giving them scores. I like that a lot. Because I've not given a game a score in so long. Me neither. That's so a good point. It would be really fun to we just go through. We can set like our review standard. Yeah. I'm down for and that. And set the precedent for people because we're, we're both big preachers of if you... If you're looking for review opinions and scores, find someone you agree with. Yeah. And I think the only way to set that precedent early is to go through, well, here's most of the games we've played, and here's the scores we would give them. You know what? I'm going to tentatively plan for that between now and E3, because I really like that idea. Cool. And then, for the meantime, to sort of continue to frame how you should view my review, and you've already done a little bit. If you like shooters, you're Mm -hmm. like me. If you like challenging games, obviously I've talked big about my love for the Souls games, and games that are like big difficult boss heavy yeah which this game is um that is my style of game that's honestly the game the type of game that i've craved more in the last 
few years than any other. Mm. I've been chasing that Soulsy experience. That Bloodborne High, man. Ever since. So this game scratched that itch, but in a completely different gameplay style yeah. than those games. So absolutely, if that is your kind of game, you should get Returnal right now. And to address the other critique that some people have had of Returnal, maybe we could talk briefly about this. People have wondered about, oh, is Returnal worth $70? Oh, my God, yes. Like 100%. And I might have beaten it quicker than the average person would. I might have beaten it just under 20 hours. Mm. Uh, And some people have said, like, it's maybe in, like, the 25-hour ballpark for them. Yeah. Um, I think I'm at 8 right now. uh, And the thing that we've seen it compared to is Resident Evil, which just released. uh, Neither of us have touched it. I don't know. No, I've seen gameplay. I've watched quite a bit of it. I've seen a little bit. I've seen some clips. I've seen the tall vampire lady. Hell yeah, Lady um, Dimitrescu. That's it. Uh, She's hot. And but people have said that that game can take about ten hours. Yeah, and I saw that 12. it could be sped, speed run or whatever. You the, can beat it in two hours. Yeah, two or three hours is what I saw. Which, to be fair, a lot of games you can. The speed run of Returnal is six minutes. So, so I swear someone said that to me a couple days ago. Someone, someone has beaten that game in six minutes. Okay, well, I, I have questions. I do too, but I don't, I don't have any answers for you. Yeah, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put would my that, questions out into the ether. Would that be without with shortcuts, or sure. is that a brand new start as most speedruns are? Because if, if it's a brand new start, there's, I think there's no way. Well, there, so has, there has, to has to be glitches, be glitches or yeah. something. Yeah. Which, considering that we already know there are, a I'm gonna couple look it up. Glitches. Hold on, we go ahead. We have the internet at our disposal. Uh, but I'll vamp a little bit about the seventy dollars thing. Please do. Um, there are tons of games out there that you could get far less entertainment value from that still cost $70 that you could pretty easily justify paying that amount for. And it's all about a lot of different aspects of a game. But if people are willing to pay $70, $70 for Resident Evil Village based on its technical fidelity, its namesake and IP legacy, yeah, then you should look at a game like Returnal and say, hey, the game looks great. It obviously has very crisp gameplay, and I could probably invest more time in it than this other game. That's true. It's absolutely worth $70. I think... I also don't begrudge you if you don't want to spend that amount for sure, it. Sure, sure, sure. But for those out there who can afford it and choose to, go for it. I think Village is $60, to be fair, but oh, okay. even then, like, I always... I, I've talked about this a lot. By the way, the uh, world record for return on any percent fresh file on New Game Plus, but it's oh. a but it's a fresh New Game Plus file. Is five minutes and fifty six seconds. I'm gonna have to look that up, and I want yeah. I want, I, I want you to watch it and see what happens because I don't want to watch it yet. But um, I completely lost. My, oh, I've never liked the time equals cost comparison with sure. video games. I always hate that. Um, I think what a game is worth is definitely up to you. It is. Uh, like you know, I have been a Gone Home is one of my favorite experiences ever in a game. It's like movie length. Um, I do think it's silly when people are like. Returnal's not worth $70. Let me go watch a movie at $20 a pop. It's like, well, if you're doing your time value analysis with Returnal, and I was, to be fair, before I knew the full extent of this game, I did say on this podcast, like, kind of surprised at 70 bucks. Now that I know what it is, and I'm not judging it based yeah. on Housemark's previous games, it is totally worth $70. Yeah, it's worth questioning going in, but once sure. you've experienced it. Once you it, know, yeah, no, it's it's amazing. Oh, now you've opened another can of worms. Okay. How much would you, how much value would you put into Gone Home? How much? What would your MSRP for Gone Home be based <laughs> on its like artistic and narrative value? I want to say it was twenty dollars when it launched. Okay. To me personally, I'm not gonna put a number on it, but I have had way more a way more profound experience playing Gone Home than I have several sixty dollar games. 
So yeah. at, at the, in that regard, I guess it's a sixty dollars game. Now, granted, <laughs> would I ask people to pay sixty dollars for Gone Home? No, because yeah. that would cause a riot. I I, get, <laughs> I totally get it, but I think that's a good point of like what you value stuff at is completely different from what anybody else values stuff at. Yeah, right? and like I say, because I agree with you, like value is in the eye of the beholder. Sure. However, I have made the point on a prior podcast that a game like Red Dead to me, because of its hypothetical gameplay time that you could put into right. it could be worth north of a hundred dollars and i think that it would be totally justifiable to pay that for it so i think there's a difference between the price that you recommend a game start at like your msrp and the game that it could hold to an individual person or the oh, value that it could hold. sure like oh 100 spider-man like <clears throat> if you had told me if all that i had ever seen was that first <laughs> spider-man trailer yeah and you just and someone came to me and said jay we're you are only allowed to buy this if you will pay the maximum amount that you would willingly pay for it. <laughs> I would have paid like three hundred dollars for that game, dude. I was so excited. So, now, I I will say too that I'm sure throughout the case of this podcast, I think we've already done this. There will be times where we recommend a game, but maybe not at full price. Yeah, and that's not to say it's not worth full price. It's just sometimes individual worth is different for different people, right? We said that, I think we did this with Hitman 3, mm-hmm. where it was like, if you can get all three games for a certain yeah. price, then totally go for yeah, it. Yeah, I recommended that game, you know, wholeheartedly. But I knowing that those games go on sale often, I was like, yes. this is an opportunity for you to get a great game at right. a reduced price. And at some point, all three will be offered for 60 bucks. Yeah. That's going to happen. And that is an amazing buy. 100%. Um, so that's the kind of thing that we, we both kind of lead toward... I'm probably more of a proponent of, like, waiting for sales for stuff. Mm-hmm. I've wanted NBA 2K21 forever, and I just bought it because it just dropped down to 40 bucks. But I, I think a lot of it depends on how soon you want to play it, right? That's the whole thing with yeah. games. And part of podcasting is, like, being part of the zeitgeist, so sometimes we have to buy earlier. But um, And that's the difference, too, between, like, a game like 2K where there's no story that you could spoil right? versus a game like God of War or something sure. like that. Oh, where yeah, like, you have to If be you wait one. two weeks... You are risking spoilers every day that you don't buy it and yes. just play it and go media blackout. Yeah. So yeah. Well, that was a fun little side conversation. It was. And I love I love your idea of setting a review score for games that we've played so far. So that is in the pipeline for folks out there. Sweet. Uh, but for now, get excited because E3 is on the way. By please, the time this releases, please be excited for E3. Exactly. <laughs> By the time this releases, E3 will be pretty much a month away. Exactly. Hell yeah. Uh, So the countdown is on, and we'll be counting down here. But until then, we're tapping out.